Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 134, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls, as we are Roman right through the book of Romans. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what you did there, Dave. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Dave, I see you're all stubbly today. Yeah. Are you gonna grow a moustache? What? Oh, no, Marv, no. I was just too lazy to shave this morning. Oh. You really should, Dave. Moustaches are mysterious and interesting. Yeah. I feel a moustache would significantly add to your charisma. Oh, you think so, do you? Well, I'm not sure that's true. And anyway, Marvin, it's Thursday, so I don't need a a moustache to be interesting. So, Colin, Marv thinks I'd look more mysterious and interesting if I had a mo- if I had a mustache. What do you think? Nah, sorry, Marv. I'm not a fan of moustaches. Yeah, you just look creepy and weird, Dave, and probably untrustworthy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, Colin, we're now in the Book of Romans. Do you have an interesting fact for us? Of course I do, Dave. So, get this. Paul puts more quotes from the Old Testament in the Book of Romans than he did in all of his other letters put together. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, no, Dave. Yeah, there are at least 61 direct quotations in Romans. Yeah, he quotes from 14 different books, and Sam's and Isaiah are the most frequently quoted. Okay, yeah. So Paul really knew his Bible well, huh? Oh, yeah, he sure did, Dave. Oh, yeah, well, that was interesting, Colin. I don't know, I was I was kind of hoping for a moustache fact. Oh, no worries, Marv. Yeah, I got one of those, too. So, the longest moustache in the world ever was 14 feet long. Bonza. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Anyway, guys, I'm off. I've got some crow business to attend to. See you later. Bye, Colin. Okay, Marvin. Well, time for us to get back to Romans. Okay, yeah, let's go. So, so far, Paul has explained how people turned away from God, and that led to all sorts of sin. And then yesterday, he talked about, well, whether you were a Jew or a Gentile, it didn't matter. God would treat everyone the same. Everyone will stand before God, and evil actions will be punished. Okay, yeah, yeah, but he hasn't got to the Jesus part yet, though, huh? No, that's right. Like we've said, at the moment, Paul is explaining why we need a saviour, so then later we can understand more why Jesus came and what he came to do. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So, in today's reading, well, Paul talks about people, Gentiles, that's non-Jewish people, who maybe had never heard the laws that God had given to the people of Israel. 
So if no one told them the rules, would they still be in trouble? Would they still be punished for breaking those rules? Oh, yeah, I see. So here's what to listen for, Marv. Paul says, for those people, what the law requires was written somewhere. Where was it written? Okay, so what the law requires was written where? Okay, yeah, I got it, Dave. Great. Okay, Sophie, over to you. So today's reading is from Romans chapter 2, verses 12 to 16. Some people do not know God's law when they sin. They will not be judged by the law when they die. Others do know God's law when they sin. They will be judged by the law. Hearing the law does not make a person right with God. People are considered to be right with God only when they obey the law. Gentiles do not have the law. Sometimes they just naturally do what the law requires. They are a law for themselves. This is true even though they don't have the law. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts. The way their minds judge them proves this fact. Sometimes their thoughts find them guilty. At other times their thoughts find them not guilty. This will happen on the day God appoints Jesus Christ to judge people's secret thoughts. That's part of my good news. Thanks, Sophie. So, first Paul says to the Jewish people, Yes, you had the law. That was a gift from God. But just because you have the law, just because you know the rules, that doesn't make you righteous. That doesn't save you. God wants you to obey the law, not just to know about it. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then the Gentiles who didn't have the law, well, where did Paul say it was written, Marv? Oh, it was written on their hearts, Dave. Yep, that's right. Yeah, but what does that mean, Dave? How could you read something if it's written on your heart? So, well, what does it mean that Gentiles had the law written on their heart? Ah, yes. Yes, good question, Marvin. Well, let's think about it this way. Even if you never, ever read the Bible, you know, you didn't know anything about it, okay? And then one day you lost your temper with someone and you killed them with a giant pool noodle. Oh, wow. How would I kill them with a... No, that doesn't matter, but here is the important question. Would you need the Bible, you know, the law, to tell you that that was wrong? Or would you, you know, just know it? Oh, I see. Well, yeah, I think I'd just know it, wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. You see, you don't have the law, but your heart just knows what is right and what is very wrong. So, yeah, this is what Paul means when he talks about the law being written on the Gentiles' hearts. Yeah? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I see, that makes sense. The law is just kind of in them. Yep, that's it. Thanks, Professor. So, yes, Gentiles might not be judged against the law that was given to Moses, but they still face judgment. Because just like all the Jews had broken the law that had been given to them, well, all the Gentiles had broken the law that was written on their hearts. Okay, got it, yeah. So, we're still on the bad news, huh, Dave? Yep, we are. And you know, we're not done yet, Marvin. But remember, that is just going to make the good news even better when we get there. Okay, okay, well then, let's keep going, Dave. 
Oh, we sure will. Boys and girls, sometimes people will say that the Bible is just some big book of rules we're supposed to follow. And of course, there are things that the Bible tells us not to do, but that's not what the Bible is about. And like we heard today, those rules are written on our hearts anyway. The Bible is good news. The Bible is a message of hope to people who mess up and break the rules. It's not a list of things that we can't do or even things that we have to do. It is the story of God rescuing his people. Today, praise God that he is the God of good news. Oh, hooray! (laughs) Yep, hooray. And, well, that will do it for today, boys and girls. We'll be back tomorrow to finish off our week and, of course, for me to win a quiz. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, Dave. Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Ah, Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.